brainstorming and sharing ideas is the funnest part of the creative process. We decided to skip the boring part of actually making stuff and just do the fun part. I'm your host, Tom Walma. My name is Benjamin Cheek. And this is Creativity Wasted. I used to work for a laser company when I was in college as an intern. And people would walk around with safety glasses on. So if you got a laser shining on your face, you wouldn't go blind. And one time my boss was walking into the restroom with the laser glasses on and somebody was coming out at the same time and his face whacked on the door and it cracked the um, safety glasses and he got like a little scratch on his face and it was bleeding and whatnot. And it wasn't a big deal, but like swinging doors, basically every time you open a door, you're taking a risk that somebody's not going to whack you with it. The door isn't optimally designed, if you think about it. Like, we never really think about it. We just happen to walk through doors and not get whacked most of the time. But it is a small possibility. A couple other things with doors that um, are suboptimal. Nowadays, a lot of people get a lot of, like, Amazon packages. And they're just Mm -hmm. left outside your house in front of the door. And then the third problem is just letting the air out. So I, I came up with an idea for a door that solves waiting, those three yeah. problems. I want to hear it. I'm waiting. The suspense is killing me. And another thing is that one of my recurring ideas on the podcast is basically a tiny house where you'd still have the same amount of stuff that you would have in a normal house. And the way you do <laughs> that is that there would be a warehouse in the neighborhood that you live in that had most of your stuff in it. And you would wheel the stuff in and out of the house. There would be like these little Roombas with car jacks on them, which are basically Amazon factory robots. On your phone, you could say, oh, I want this thing of mine. Send it to my house. And the robot would come and it would bring it. And they could do laundry there so you wouldn't need a washer and dryer in your house and stuff. So that's one of my recurring ideas. But um, the problem with that in a normal door, first of all, you're in a tiny house, like a one-room or two-room house. If you're opening the door like twice an hour to just wheel shit in and out, mm-hmm. if, if it's like super hot out or super cold out, it's going to cause Close the door right out there. Yeah. So it, that's been sit- sitting in my head for like years because I've had this tiny house idea, but I couldn't figure out what to do about the door. But I think I finally have an idea for a new type of door that would solve all three problems I was talking about getting whacked by the door, the packages, and letting the heat out. And basically what it would be is it would be like picture a closet-sized room like where your front door is. So you would go in the front door and then you'd be like in a little closet-sized room and then you would go in another door in the house. Yeah. but, it reminds me but, of the jail cell, those little rooms you're talking about. Ooh, yeah, it, it'd probably be smaller than that. Um, but what I thought was maybe you could, this would only apply to your front door. So for the outer door leading outside, you would have like a sliding door that slides side to side. And then like a half inch or less behind that, you'd have another door that slides up and down. So okay. like if the package delivery guy came by, or the Roomba robot with a carjack on top of it came with, with a thing of yours to drop off. The two doors would only need to open wide enough for the package to get in. 
like if the package is like a foot high and a foot wide, the one slide to side door would only go a foot wide. And then the, the one that goes up that's right behind it would only go a foot high. So then they could slide. The dimensions. You like type in what dimensions, whatever you want. You're really that concerned with your electric and heat bill, though. I mean, that's taking it to the extreme. I love it, kind of, sort of. It's like when you're going to see the butterflies at the Detroit Zoo. You got to go on for one room to the next so you don't let out the butterflies. Yeah, part of that is because it would be a tiny house. I've my... got claustrophobia. That would never work. The jail cell killed me. I wanted to beat, beat everybody out, man. Six by nine, it was terrible. They told me it was a bar, a cop bar. No, it was. I was behind bars because of a cop. Way different. Yeah. Yeah, so the need for this special door is less for a, a big house than for the tiny house. But it, it also is for security, too, like for everybody. Like if you don't want the delivery person to be able to even walk into this little room, like you'd only open the door wide enough for the package to get in. So the delivery guy couldn't go in there. And then the other thing yeah. is on the other side of the closet, there's another door. So that is also security. Like if somebody did somehow manage to crawl into the little closet area, the mini room area, I shouldn't call it a closet because that foyer stuff that foyer, whatever. Um, they still wouldn't be able to get into the rest of the house. Mm. And then when a normal person walks in, like when you get there and you walk in, you would, um, go in there and then it would close the door behind you before it opened the door to let you into the rest of the house so the air wouldn't be flowing the whole time and then then the last part of the idea is that i thought maybe you could collapse so you'd have the the two main doors like built into the wall the one that slides side to side and the one that slides up and down that are right next to each other on the one side of the room and then you'd have the second door. It's like an indoor door on the other side. But I thought you could maybe build, this is a little fuzzy in my head exactly how you do this, but maybe it could be like a collapsible box room, like automated. Like an accordion? So, or it could maybe fold out somehow with yeah, like motors yeah. that folds it. That way, especially for the tiny house idea that I had, that way you don't have this extra room at your front door when you're not using it so me george judson so yeah it'd be, it'd be like this futuristic room that just appears when you need to drop off a package or you need to go in and out do you not have a claustrophobia yeah. fear you're not afraid of small places what if you like claustrophobia i didn't i i felt very confined in a jail cell oh you yeah. were in jail i didn't know that well i didn't do it it was an experiment <clears throat> okay yeah, I'm not claustrophobic. I actually more malfunctions and you're not able to open it. You're like, oh shit! Yeah. Or you're getting chased by somebody, and you're like, crap! I can't get the second door. <laughs> well, well I just think... like a security camera on a security system, and you just have to use your vision or your pupils or your hand fingerprints. I don't know. I, I, I feel Michael Myers. Well, I did have the thought that if you're opening the door all the time, yeah, you can have a security thing there, but somebody might try to like hide behind the, the camera. And then when it opens for the package, like when, especially the robot thing that wheeling in the packages, yeah. they could try to run in there. Yeah. You're scared for your life and people coming after you, Tom. What did you do? <laughs> the world is kind of scary, but my gosh, I, I look over my shoulder a little bit, but man, it sounds like you're afraid of your heat bill or electric bill getting too high. And you're scared to death someone's going to try and rape you, kill you, or stab you, or rob you. Or accidentally whack you with the door if they have to go in when you're going out. 
Yeah, that could be that could happen. Like with you know, a waitress or something. I always think that when I'm at a restaurant, you see them with their full trays, and someone's just going to walk out the door and smack them. But yeah, and you could use it for pets too, instead of having a doggy door, which a skinny criminal yeah. could climb through. Uh, if they want to get in, they're going to find a way to get in. It just sucks if they, if they want it, they're going to get in. You know what? They'd hire a little person, and they'd be there. They'd be in, and they'd be and comfortable. Yeah, they can hide in the box too. Like the Amazon could deliver the box with the little person in the box. That that's they could get in that way, yeah. even with my they system. Paranoia. Team going like Ocean Eleven. I suppose if you lived in a tiny house with most of your shit not even stored in there, people wouldn't need. What? Why would they even bother to break it? And they'd just break into the warehouse and steal the shit. Right? Why would I want to be in a place? <laughs> Every time I want a bag of chips or something, I got to call a robot. Hell no. Or to do the clap? No, I don't know. I couldn't well, deal with it. I, I got to move around. I can't sit still. This is the longest I'm ever sitting still. And it's, it's yeah, I got to be moving. Some of it could be, you could program it to bring in the thing at a certain time every day, yeah. the robot. So you wouldn't necessarily have to, on your phone, every time you want something, have to tell it yeah, to do it. It could automatically do it. Like if it's nighttime, it can bring you your pajamas or whatever. And you're yeah. if you in the nude. <laughs> or whatever you want. You'd program it once, bring in your mini kitchen table when it's about <laughs> dinner time. So I did have a couple other thoughts on it. Like when it expands so it becomes a room that you can get in, the little room at the front door, you'd probably want the air to come from outside. Like let's say it's winter and you're in this tiny house. You don't want the heated air from the, the tiny house to go into the room and then outside because then you're wasting the, the warm air. So you'd probably want to, like, it, as it expanded, it would suck the air from outside and then push it back out when you're done. Like a vacuum seal kind of like thing. Like at the grocery store, you have one of those, like, heaters. Probably just have a vent there. The act of moving the, the wall would automatically suck the air in. I don't think you would need like a motor to suck it in. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you, you were worried about getting, maybe getting stuck, claustrophobic, getting stuck in the little room. Mm -hmm. Maybe you'd have to have like a on the outside stick. to go out. You'd maybe need like an emergency. Door we could never be roommates, Tom. We could never be roommates, dude. You're on your own. I need, I need room. <laughs> You're in my bubble. Yeah, I feel you, though. It yeah, sounds so like I if he gets it. stuck in that vestibule, he most oh. definitely it would lose his shit. Dude, you won't even worry <laughs> that's about like, it. That's where is going down. <laughs> yeah, like putting There'll that, be a yeah. bed sheet shaped, like, cut out yeah. in the wall. Kool-Aid man, but that looks like Kid Rock with a wig. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, so you probably need, like, an emergency way to open it to get out. Yeah. Especially if it's controlled by security cameras and it's electrically powered, like what if the power goes out or whatever? You'd have to at least be able to get out of the house. Maybe you wouldn't why, be able to why get back it in. Have to be Couldn't it be like uh, something that's just like kind of on the side of the house? So it's not like the front door, but it's like a side door that you're able to have all of those actions? Well, if you're dropping off packages... I don't get no package. You would want them to be yeah. able to find the door where you're yeah. doing that. But yeah, you could have two doors, I suppose, leading outside, like the normal one, if you don't want to well, walk through the. Well, for the fire marshals, room. man. But it's all about the space. Door and the spacing of the square footage of the tiny house. 
You know what I mean? It wouldn't be as big. Yeah, or it could expand outward instead of inward, I suppose, too. Yeah. Like out onto the step. Although that would look funny. Like people driving by and there's a like an RV where the sides expand. It would just yeah. look like that, but on a house. Like it's breathing. Yeah. <laughs> Malfunctions. It's like, oh my gosh, the house is alive. They might crash their car. Like, what the hell? And then, boom, they crash their car. <laughs> Exactly. What the heck is this shit? I bet somebody kind of may already have that. I mean, people with money, you can do whatever you want. There's people that live in tree houses and people that live underground. And, have you ever you know, wanted to live in a tree house, Ben? When I was younger, I loved climbing trees. I wanted to be a professional tree climber. And man, I used to do my homework. I'd climb up the big tree in the backyard and I'd do my homework up there, I'd be blowing in the wind. My mom and neighbors would be like, Your boy's, oh, he's fine. For my allowance money, I'd go to Myers and they had the rope that you could have on the spindle, the thick rope, and I'd buy a big long thing of that. And I'd tie it from the big branch on the tree way up there to the garage that held the support for the door, you know, for the top by the basketball hoop and that. And then I'd take my belt and I'd slide down it like, yeah, it was crazy, man. I keep my feet on the ground now, man. It's in front of um, Tiger Stadium. They got them two big tigers out front. We were at a Kid Rock concert a couple years ago and it was February. We were waiting for the party bus. My buddy climbed up on top of it and I says, I can do that. Yeah, I just got down a lot faster. I guess I fell 15 feet. They put up a wait, wait, wait. You fell at the stadium, you said? Outside of it, where they got the two big tigers in front of Comerica Park, you know, the big tiger statues. You were climbing one of those, a statue, and you yeah, fell? Yeah, we got on top of it, and then, you know, he's got his paw out. So I remember putting my foot on that paw, and it was it's like the, the little small granite stones, and it was February, so it was slick. And I guess I just went, whoom, like, and... People straight down, landed on my back, and they said my eyes, ears, nose, mouth, everything was bleeding. And I was unconscious for 24 hours. I, I woke up, and I'm like, what the hell? And I'm in a neck brace, and there's the Renaissance Center. I'm in Detroit receiving trauma. And, yeah, and I lost the top of this finger. They sewed that back on. Good thing, because it's a middle one. Yeah, so I've had a lot of crazy things, man. I, I got more legs than a cat. Yeah, I, do I don't have any things. cool injuries. I I've felt, had, like, like out of bed when I was a kid and broke my arm. But that's not a cool that. story. It's the most boring way to break an arm that you can think of. I was of. on a bunk bed. I was on the top bunk. I fell off one night. My mom woke me up. My foot got caught in the sheet, and I was hanging upside down like a back oh, sleeve. Man, I woke up and like, what? So the sheet saved my life. I was like, holy sheet. It worked out. I wasn't even on a bunk bed. I just fell out of a normal bed and <laughs> broke my arm. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah. My goodness, was your bar bed tar? How yeah. old were you? Normal yeah, I, I fell off a, a like set of monkey bars. I fourth grade or something. A cool little jackknife wow. flip or whatever on them. And when I landed, I twisted my ankle and I broke it all the way through and I had to have surgery on it. So yeah, to I the day I have like, a scar on my ankle. But yeah, it's like my, my cool get hurt story. You yeah, know, I, I trees as a kid and they never really fell out of them. I get in trouble because I'd be covered in sap. But this one neighbor kid, we were climbing the tree. My sister was with us climbing. The kid fell off of the tree. Like, he, like, missed grabs or whatnot. And he ran inside, and he told his mom that we pushed him out of the tree. Oh, we were nowhere near where he was at when he fell. We were like, what the fuck? Oh. So my my yeah. tree climbing days uh, had expired that day. I keep my feet on the ground now. If there's a fire, I'm the last one out. I got replaced hips. I ain't running for shit, man. I'm I am titanium. Yeah, I used yeah, to climb a tree when I was a kid, but I never did homework in a tree. That's kind of weird. Oh, I love it. I was climbing no, around. Yeah. I got pictures. I love trees, man. I mean, be up there. I was like my own human drone back then. See, could see everything. 
But I don't want a tree house. I want a tiny house mainly because it's so cheap and I wouldn't have to um, work. Um, any other ideas on my weird expanding door? Any thoughts, comments, questions? You the clap. Think it's dumb. Get it to work like with a clap. I think it would have just detect the things that are there from She's cameras there. and stuff. Or maybe you'd have a keychain too. It would make it. It wouldn't be fun then. You need some excitement. That would. You never know. You're living at a genie house. You never know what's coming or going. What if someone programmed a robot to go evil? You 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 never know, man. I've seen that movie. But um, yeah, so I don't know exactly how it would work. Like whether it would be like accordion like or fold out. Like it's it's sort of a little fuzzy in my mind. Exactly. I'm sure you could figure out a way to get it to work. So. It'd be like flush to the wall on the inside when you're not using it, so it's not wasting space. But you'd have to experiment with it, and maybe some people, because you normal doors swing open, so there's usually a space there behind the front door. So maybe you could just retrofit one in and just have it be a permanent closet for an existing house. Um, I think we can wrap things up though for the podcast. You guys have any shows you want to promote? I own Relentless Comedy, so you can check that out. I have uh, one at Mount Clemens at the Rec Bowl, and that's a showcase. And then on the third Thursdays, I have an open mic. We do it outside on the patio, weather permitting. Really cool. It's at, at the Mug Pub in Sterling Heights. My other showcase that I have is at Biggs Bar, B-I-G-G-S, and it's in Chesterfield on 21 and a half in Gratiot. End of August, uh, my show already got booked for there as well, and Ronnie Warbeck's going to be the headliner, and he's going to be also headlining the second week in September out at the Rec Bowl. I'm having a huge show in September. I already got the hall reserved in Sterling Heights, 17 and Mound, on September 24th. I got Simply Chanel is going to be the headliner. She's like an icon. I was just hanging out with her last night. My Facebook, Amy Jo Easel. You can find me on TikTok. You can find me on Instagram. At uh, Blondie Joe 81, that's me. Um, or if you want to buy your girl a cup of coffee because times are tough, cash app Blondie Joe 81. <laughs> Slipping it in, shameless promotion. I have a Twitch channel called Gaming McFitness where I use these homemade game controllers on fitness machines like treadmills and uh, exercise bikes. Oh, cool. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a review or rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you got it. I have a website, creativitywasted.com, and I also started a Patreon. So if you love the show, consider donating to Patreon. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.